Fix your mind and you matter, you matter and your time, it's a perk. Perkalicious definition, make them prices bogo. It's a perk. P-E-R-K-S, let us help you with the rest. Child, you better not stress. It's a perk. It works. It's a perk. It works. It's a perk. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to Perks Podcast to do our episodes of our mini perk. It's Devious. And it's your girl, Asia. And as we promised, we are still revamping our Perks Podcast. So in the meantime, what we're bringing to you is our mini perks. These episodes will be short, precise, and hopefully you enjoy them. Um, we'll pretty much be freelancing quite often. Uh, today, we are going to be freelancing a few conversations on social topics that's been around social media. Uh, one thing, we're going to talk about George Clooney giving his 14 friends a million dollars, and while my friends have yet to give me five dollars, we're going to discuss a question that was posed on Facebook. Do y'all think a single mom can teach their sons how to be a man? And then finally, I watched the Fresh Prince reunion, Asia didn't. So I'll be discussing my Smith <laughs> and Janet Cooper. But I could chime in. I know it's about forgiveness. Maybe. I can't talk about the whole thing. I saw clips. <laughs> Listen, it's more to forgiveness than it's more it's more to the reunion than forgiveness. But let's get back into it, Asia. You know what we normally do? We're gonna ask each other the same question. How's your mental? Are we doing that even on the minis? Okay, cool. So, I am good. Can't complain. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> People, I cannot. <laughs> I am doing good mentally. How are you doing mentally? I am doing amazing. So, let's get right into it, shall we? So, the post read, hey, friends, George Clooney confirms that he gave 14 of his friends a whole million dollars each. Asia, what my million dollars at? I don't know where your million dollars at. I'm looking for my million dollars. I'm just mad that they put a whole million dollars. Why do I'm not gonna say that it's black people, but why do we need you to understand that it's not just a million dollars, it's a whole million dollars. A whole million. She got a whole man, a whole baby over there. Like nothing is half. You need to know that's that's more than half. That's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's great. He could afford it. How many millions of dollars do you have to have in order to give fourteen of your friends a million? Because that's fourteen million dollars. Mm, that's a good question. I would at least say about a good fifty. Fifty? <laughs> that's not a bad number. That's not a bad number. It's not. Cause see me. I don't have 14 friends that I'm willing to give a million dollars to, to be honest. That's true. That could probably include a family. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because, see, I got 14 friends, but I don't have 14 friends I'm willing to give a million dollars to. That's a my, fact. My issue with that is this. I don't have five. Listen, <laughs> I give you a million dollars, you blow and you come back to me talking about you need more money. Nah, I'm going to give my $14 million to people who I know go invest it. By the time I know what that $14 million I gave out, it's almost a billion now. So guess what? They're going to re-gift it to me. This the season that keeps on giving. Oh, my goodness. 
But if you have 14 million to give away, you think you're going to really like keep account of what people are spending their money on? I don't give away money that I'm not going to need back. I'm going to have my little notebook. Asia got a Tesla check. Don't give her no. (laughs) (laughs) My brother got a Maserati check. Don't give him another penny. I'm going to keep a notebook. I want to know what you do on my money. You is not going to keep a notebook. You have $50 million. Guess what? And you gave away $14 million. How many more millions do I got? If Susie had $50 million and she gave away fourteen, how many does she have left? Enough to not care what everybody else is doing with their money. It's enough for me to keep account on what You must have confidence in these people that you gave them a million dollars each. And he probably gave a fourteen million to his friends who already got money. So it's like that's that's pointless. Like I wouldn't get if my friends got Why money. Why is I'm this like, public news? I need to know that. The rich, coronavirus and everything matters. No, it's coronavirus. Everybody bores with everything matters. <sighs> Didn't he have COVID? No, I think that was Tom Hanks. Different oh, white man. Hey. Different white okay, man. that's what she was. Different talking white about. man. I, I heard you the first time. <laughs> <Different white man. laughs> What's his wife's name? It's Tom Hanks, and I think Rita or something like that. I think. Yeah, Rita, I think her name is Rita. Yeah, they both had it, and they were they were forced to be confined in Australia. But hey, rich people, rich people news. I can't. <laughs> so listen, here's an ad lib. So there's this girl on my social, right? Her dog died like a few months ago, maybe even five months ago. You know that she posts every day about this dog still, and I'm like so close to unfriending her because it's like I get it. Your dog was like your family. But she's posting like this dog is a real person. No, but I do have people like that, especially in my family, that have pets and they love their pets. Like, legit, this is my baby. I'm going to take this dog everywhere I go. One, especially with my auntie, when her dog died, like, she was just out of it for months. So... Even though she had kids, this was crazy. Maybe it's just <laughs> like they said, dogs are companions. So, and see, that's why I'm not gonna get a dog because I know I would be that person. I'll end up be like, you talk about everybody else, but here you go crying about your dog. So I'm not gonna get a dog. I'm just not. I need a. I'm gonna get a monkey. I want a monkey. You tell me how that goes. I will. I'm gonna get a monkey. I'm gonna be like, yo, come meet my chimp. Anywho, so, yeah. so, <laughs> so that's our next story. So, anywho, yeah, George Clooney gave all his friends $14 million. When my friend gave me my million dollars, I'm going to just go get my little monkey, Bubbles, Bubbles 2, because Michael Jackson had Bubbles 1. I'm going to have Bubbles 2. Oh, my goodness. We, but, yeah, so then yeah. the next story, the next story that we kind of talk about, and I guess I want your opinion on this. So, the question is, um, this was another topic that he sent over. Do y'all think a single mom can teach their son how to be a man? Is it there, or would it be they son? It's technically <laughs> there, but of course, it's a black question. And our grammar sometimes, we have proper, this is proper hood grammar. It's do, when you say do y'all. That is proper hood grammar. Don't tell me. I was reading it so slow. I'm like, that don't make sense. Let me switch a word out. (laughs) Yeah, that's what changes the first time. But this is proper hood grammar. You got to respect it. Okay, so let me read the proper hood grammar. Do y'all think a single mom can teach their son how to be a man? 
a whole man? <laughs> I would say yes and no. So yes, I would say they can teach because hopefully, depending on if they came from a two-parent household or they had some type of father figure, so they could instill that within their son, um, how to be a man, quote-unquote. And then I could say no, because there are just some things that a father is better at handling with their son than a mom would be, or with certain conversations, because the mom personally haven't went through it. So it could be a two-part to that question from my end. Okay, I respect that. Um, so with me, as you guys know, I am a product of a single mother. Um, my father died when I was young, so my mom was kind of on her own with it. So I guess I can only give from my experience with it. Um, we're going to try to keep this as brief and concise as possible. But as you know, I'm a man of many words. So the way I see it is when it comes down, I, I think I don't think that a woman could raise a man, just like I don't think a man could raise a woman, right? So when it comes down to a single mother, because she raised a son to be a man, the concise answer would be no. But like you said, there's also a yes part of it. Um, there's a lot of things that mothers can't teach their, their sons because it, most of the time it's uncomfortable. Or if you're dealing with a single mom, you're dealing with a mom who has to work hard. If, if she got one kid, maybe not as hard, she could focus on it. But if she had multiple children, she's working hard trying to provide for the household, like my mom was. So it's like a ton of things she wasn't able to teach me. And I don't, I'm not upset with that. I don't blame her. It's like she did what she had to do to give us what we needed and a lot of what we actually wanted. But when it comes down to a single mother raising sons, I feel like it's not about it's not about what she can teach, but it's more so who she can put her kids around. Um, if if a mother has good men figures around, she absolutely could raise a son to be a man um, because you got a lot of you got a lot of people who are raised by their mothers and their fathers and their fathers are crap and the sons grow up to be crappy men so like they're not they're not real men so it's more so up who, who that parent surrounds their sons with um again i have no issue with airing out how i feel this is my podcast these are my feelings and i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say so with me growing up um there were a couple of men that I looked up to and I was like, okay, that's a good role model. Um, a lot of the men that I, I said as role models, like after my dad died a little bit, eventually they turned out to be like men that I didn't want to be like. So then the next man who I found that I kind of attached myself to that was like, I want to be like this person. They happen to be school teachers, right? And you know how school works. So you're with this, you're with this teacher for X amount of months and then a year, then that passes and now you're with somebody else. So I guess I just, I constantly was able to attach myself to different people who I wanted to be like, but to say I had a constant person in my life, like, oh, I want to be like this person. I didn't have that. And partially that was due to me. Um, I grew up really quick. My mind was already made up. I'm stubborn. If I don't like you, I simply just don't like you. I love you, but I'm not going to choose you as a role model. Um, as far as men in my family, and they were there, but is there anybody that I look up to and say, oh, I want to be like you? Absolutely. At the present, no one presented such a gift for me. But so quick question before you keep going. So this was something that you did more personal, reaching out to seek that father figure, so to say. 
Yeah, because with me, I grew up, my mother, she she did her best to try and play the the male and the female role. Mm-hmm. But, but she failed in certain areas because it's like a mother's supposed to be that person that loves you and say, you can do it. You know, like they, they just like, a mother's a person that cradles you when you make a mistake. But being a single mother, she can't really cradle me. She always, it was always like discipline, setting goals, doing this, doing yeah. this. So I didn't have Getting that. Getting to toughen you up and not just yeah, baby so, you all the time because she tries right. to play both hats. Exactly. Yeah. So I never really got the babying part. So that left like, you know, like that left some void in my life. But I found that, you know, and I appreciate it because now my problem solving skills, I could get into something right now and boom, I got a solution to it. And it's partially due to that. But it's when it comes down to being molded, it, it's it's a lot more. So being a man is a mental thing. You know, you got some men who raise their sons like you tough, you don't cry, you pick yourself up, you do this. I'm glad I didn't have that because I feel like that's that's just that's over masculating somebody. I'm all about feelings and emotions. If I don't feel good, I'm going to tell you I don't feel good. If I feel like I need to cry, I'll cry. My friends know it. I will sit in my room and I'll watch that movie and I would just cry. And that's because from different examples that I found, I found men who were extremely masculine, married, happy, that cried, you know, that were in touch with their, that, that was in touch with their sensitive side. I found men who were educated and doing their thing. Like, so for instance, I will go back to my family. Um, I wasn't really close to him growing up, but my my aunt's one of my aunt's husband he was kind of i guess somebody from the education perspective that i kind of wanted to be like like he was one of those like he was quote unquote what people call weird to be black he was weird he thought outside the box he thought about things that actually mattered it wasn't just about food cards making money he like he thought about issues that present people he was really into his whole um religious thing and all that so that was like i kind of drew a little bit from that like the passion part of it got it but like that wasn't I wasn't really close to him for whatever reason it just didn't happen. But um, in school I will say I had two people that was I had a coach Coach Cox I knew him all throughout high school, and I always met him because I was always in trouble right. So we got like we had a really close bond and I always looked up to him. He was like he used to be like this famous football player in college, and then I was this teacher this white teacher actually who taught me so much just about life. He was my um, science teacher mostly throughout all of high school. His name was Delphalyn Flemings. He was petty. He is where I learned my pettiness from. When I tell you he was the pettiest old white guy I have ever met in my life. So you learned your pettiness from an old Caucasian male. I'm an old man from the land of caucus. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But he was like one of my favorite teachers. Um, and like I said, like there was other people who I learned different things from, but to just point out one person and say, I want to be like that person. And I didn't have that. And like I said, that's not my mom's fault. That's more so on me. Like certain people that came in my life and tried to be that I wasn't willing because, because I can simply tell, I don't want to be like that person. So I guess to answer that question, it would always be no, but it's yes. If the mother has the right tribe, because it takes a village to raise children yet alone the village I mean, to raise the vs yes exactly so yeah <laughs> me, a village you need a whole nation hard <laughs> headed and i've always been just i've always been free will like i'm gonna do what i want to do so yeah so that was like a very interesting topic like you had a lot of people saying like i want to make a do this a, a strong black woman nah a strong black woman could think that she raised a man until he on the news because he don't know that no means no so Absolutely not. You would be able to learn that from his mom. 
You would know, like the basics. People, listen. I did not have that conversation with my mama. I learned that from people my age in school. We had no sex ed at home, and that's important in a man's life because you don't know what kind of situation you get. You can get yourself into. But that's gonna be a different topic for another day. Like we said, we're gonna keep it short and brief. The perk word of the day is Janet Hubert. Now, back to the episode. Let's get into my favorite topic this week. Will Smith apologizing to the beautiful Janet Hubert. She did not age a day. The original unbib looks like the original unbib. Black don't crack. Now, the light-skinned one? I'll say she aged like buttermilk. You talk about what you're talking about. I'm about to look them up right quick. So Janet pretty much, I'll say that she opened up the conversation apologizing to Will, and then he finally did it. He finally apologized to her about everything. Wait, so how did they do this? So during like oh, the main was it, it was just them with the second unvia. So it was the main via. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she yeah, so didn't sit with the rest of the cast? Eventually she did, but for her and Will's conversation, it was just him and her, and he recorded it, and he showed them. And then oh. after the video, the original Unbib came out, and she had never met the new Unbib. It was their first time ever meeting. What? After both of them being in the industry? Really? Yeah, I guess it's kind of like my job. Like, people I work with, I don't. I ain't gonna beat these people. So it's the same thing, you know? <laughs> But yeah, it was like a beautiful. She took her job, so she ain't. Exactly, she's like meet her. Why? She got my. She got my. That was a meal ticket. But yeah, so I am going to say kudos to Will Smith. I have at first I didn't like him. This year, he and Jada with the entanglements and all of that stuff. I didn't. I didn't necessarily like Will Smith. Because last night, entanglement that wasn't his fault. They're weird. No, that no, they were weird to me. But <laughs> he's still weird, but he's now weirdly appreciated by me. Um, last night, November 18th, I watched a reunion and it was amazing. That part with him and Janet Hubert. Like she is beautiful, she's poised. She's like she's just I don't know. I love her. Like I've always loved her and Monique. All we waiting on now is Tyler Perry to Tyler Perry and Oprah to apologize to Monique and a world <laughs> right? be a better place. And a world be a better place. <laughs> But yeah, so people, that's that's my message to you. Just go out and watch that video. It was definitely it was it was a moment. Like that was twenty seven years of just resentment. I'm like I couldn't imagine. Like there are people that I don't like, but there's nobody that I resent or hate. Could you imagine twenty seven years? Twenty seven years, somebody that you you know what that would do to you internally? Like she hates very well. She hates very well. She did not age a day. I'm like, yo, I want some of that crack. She looks amazing. They look good when I'm looking at the picture. Yeah, she looks ages well. Who? Everyone, like from the cast. We don't do on perks. We don't lie. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Karen Pearson, aka Hillary, and then the other lady that played the new one, Bib, they did not age well. Hillary look nice. How old is Hillary? So what you think they got to be now? In their 40s? 50s? Hillary maybe in her late 40s. or She looks like she's in her early 50s. I will say that. Um, Carlton aged nicely. Um, Tatiana Ali, a.k.a. Ashley Banks. 
she is she the youngest well. one? <laughs> but no, you want to know who else did not age well that they brought out? Who the butler? No, little Nikki, not a butler. He aged well. Jeffrey aged well. Hey, little Nikki ain't in this promo picture. <laughs> because they're like, you gotta watch it on HBO Go, <laughs> or whatever the HBO Max. I downloaded the trial, and I'm gonna cancel in 14 days. But that's not the point. So I got 13 days to watch it. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was definitely well worth it. So I felt like those were three amazing things to talk about. Um, if I have to promote one, I would definitely promote promote the Fresh Prince reunion. I think the moment between Will and Janet, mind-blowing. 27 years of resentment and hate. Then to finally hug somebody and say, I forgive you. And then just to be able to say after 27 years, I'm sorry for what I did. So can you like spill the beans without like... I'm not going to spill the beans. beans. Support black people. Stop asking people to tell you what happened in the movie. I'm going to watch it, but you know, the people out there who they don't want to get HBO, HBO Max. Max, huh? They can use my HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drop the details in the um description below. <laughs> so was it his fault? That's all I need to know. Was it, yes, his, it was fault? his fault? It was his fault. One hundred percent, it was his fault. She took some account, but she took accountabilities for her actions. She wasn't that person that just I forgive you. She's like, I'm sorry for my part too. It was a beautiful moment. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. So, so yeah, people. 2020 forgiveness is in, but if you need to cut them, cut them. I'm just saying. Cut them. We got the scissors. Listen, don't don't keep yourself in a toxic environment. If you gotta go, you gotta go. But if you know if you if you love somebody and you let something petty be in the way of your friendships, kill that friendship. Life is too short. They could die tomorrow of COVID number nine. COVID number nine. It's killing people. But all right. So yes, people, this is our mini perks. As we told you before, we talk a lot. So we tried to keep this short. <laughs> we did, people. We kept it under 30 minutes. So until next time, we'll be giving you another mini perk real soon. Hope you guys have an amazing day today. All right. Laters. It works. It's a perk. It works. It's a perk.